The end of the office day draws near. He phones home. It rings three times. She answers. Is there anything you want to ask me? Her voice is quiet, almost a whisper. Yes, he says. Her mouth is close to the phone. He listens to her breathe, measured, deep, with a hint of a tremble. After a pause, he asks, Have you done your homework? A sigh. Most of it, she says. Make sure it's done by the time I get home, he says, and hangs up. He's made the decision. Now it's just a matter of time. Come five, he takes his coat from the stand and puts it on, lifts his briefcase, already packed and shut, and, like a ghost, slips unnoticed from the office. The house door clicks shut behind him. He drops his keys into the pocket of his coat as he hangs it up, one of many ritual reversals that punctuate the day. The house is dark, though the welcoming aroma of a spicy supper wafts toward him, and soft yellow light spills around the steady door. He takes five steps toward it, pushing the door wide in front of him as he enters. She's sitting at the desk, head bowed over an open book, but she looks up as he fills the doorway. She makes to rise, but he waves his hand in a circle to tell her to stay seated. He walks to her desk, stands to one side, peers at what she's reading. Her long hair, straight and black, tumbles onto the pages, and he can't read the words. He places one hand on her shoulder and eases her back from the studious hunch she's adopted. As he does so, his gaze takes in the view down the front of her blouse, her generous bosom revealed in the deep V-shape of her unbuttoned collar. No tie this evening. Is that mere fashionable variation or rebellion? No matter, this he will decide later. He takes her chin in his hand, lifting her face up so that he can see her eyes. Her soft skin is warm against his fingertips. He repeats his earlier question. Have you done your homework? She blinks, and he feels the rippling tension in her neck as she swallows. Most of it, she says, in an echo of her previous response. That's what you said when last I asked you, he says. Have you done no more? She blinks again and makes to shake her head, but still he grips her chin, and he feels rather than sees the movement. My dear, he says, letting her face fall, you know that isn't good enough. She nods, her black tresses brush the book once more, like curtains at an open window. She doesn't look at him but stares at the floor. You know as well, he continues, walking over to the clear expanse of his rosewood bureau. What this means, don't you? He opens a drawer. Her hands grip each side of her desk as she stands up. Yes, sir, I do. He hears the catch in her throat. He looks at her. The writing surface hides her legs, but not the gray, pleated skirt curving around the contours of her hips. It's short enough to reveal a flash of thigh above the desk's varnished, ink-stained wood. Come here, girl. He points to his bureau, immaculate and clear, an embossed leather inlay, its only decoration. She sighs, shuffles sideways from her desk, and walks slowly toward him. Her legs are bare. No stockings, not even white ankle socks, hide the lissom sweep of her calves, or the subtle promise of her thighs soaring up behind the hem of her skirt. On her feet, patent leather high heels accentuate the wily provocation of her walk. He shakes his head. 
Will she never learn? How much discipline do such lessons take? He tut-tuts to himself and moves his hand above the bureau. You know the procedure, he says. She looks at him across the vast leather and rosewood expanse. Then her gaze drops to its surface. She nods. She places her hands on the dark, polished wood, then leans forward, letting her palms slide toward him as she lowers her body to the bureau. When her hands have almost reached his side of it, he grasps her wrists and pulls them toward him. She lets out a gasp as he yanks them so that she can grip the edge of the desk. The tails of her blouse pull free of her skirt's waistband, revealing the pale skin of her lower back. Now that she's stretched out across the leather, he reaches into the bureau drawer and removes a transparent plastic ruler. He brings it down with a crack, just millimeters from her face, and she flinches at its resounding proximity.